Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 776. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free of charge, including the postage and handling. A lot of people ask me, why do you give it away free? Well, it's because I didn't have God. I didn't have Jesus. I didn't have the Holy Spirit. I didn't have the knowledge of God, the wisdom, and the understanding. And he gave it all to me for free. I did have to study. I did have to do what he said. And so will you if you want to make it into the kingdom of heaven. There is uh, many people that have known the Lord and have known his power and wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And if they were honest, they would tell you that they didn't. They would tell you that they've fallen away from the Lord. And uh, they're on their way to the lake of fire because some of them have blasphemed the Holy Spirit so bad that there's no possible way that they could ever repent on this side of eternity or on the other side. Now, this is, these are the words that people hate so bad, and they're going to send presents uh, to one another because of what the two witnesses are saying, uh, that the two witnesses will be saying things like this to you. As a matter of fact, I happen to be one of them. And uh, because these words of God torment people so much that they just want to get rid of these two witnesses. But uh, God will raise them up from the dead right in the front of everybody. Every eye will see it, them, and every eye will see Jesus. That means that people that are dead, people that are actually blind, their eyes will be open so that they can see these two witnesses after laying in the street for three and a half days and nights will be able to see them raised from the dead and then for them to enter into the kingdom of heaven to be taken up in a cloud into heaven is uh, showing them that if these two mortals could do that and become immortal by having done what the Lord said, that is for sure that Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, did the same thing. He died, but he died for the sins of the world. He uh, was buried, went to hell, and rose out of hell three and a half days later, rose out of the grave, and later was seen by his uh, disciples, all of them. And then he ascended into the kingdom of heaven above 500 people. And he told them before he went into heaven, as these two witnesses will, he told them to tarry in Jerusalem in an upper room to receive the power from on high, which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we're living in the worst time of all. These are the hardest times, the worst of all times, and they're going to get worse and worse as time goes along. And the false teachers and preachers are telling us that these uh, different powers that God gives unto his people were only for people in that era, in that age and time. But why would God do something like that? He says in his word that it's for all who receive it, all the disciples. And those of us that are living in these last days need it as much, if not more, than the people did back then. We need power from on high, and I've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So that's how I'm very easy, very easily able to discern the people that are not of the Lord, that are preaching the false doctrine, that are discouraging people from receiving the things of the Lord that he has for us. So um, I have, uh, we're continuing on in the book of Proverbs. We're uh, going to have more songs here and some uh, letters. And uh, right, right now, let's pray. Let's go to the throne, Father, to receive uh, the continuous anointing of your spirit to uh, 
teach the people in this world the things that you want them to know one day at a time, that they are able to stand one day at a time. The human body, the human spirit, the human mind, the human soul is only able to assimilate so much every day. And this is why they need to stay into the Word of God in order to be able to assimilate what they need one day at a time. And Father, I ask that you, I know that you're going to do it, that you're going to give them exactly uh, if they're really sincere with you, that which they need to stand another day in the Lord, because we don't know that we're going to live another day anyway, so that's why it's so important for us to receive what you have for us today, one day at a time. Lord, give us that uh, daily bread today, this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever it is that the people are listening to this program that they may stay one day more at, uh, at a time in your body and you in them. Lord, in Jesus' name, that the souls in the world will be saved and that the church be strengthened and that the devil be bound another day, one day at a time, and that the uh, uh, false prophet, the beast, I hear so many people saying that the beast is uh, a man, one man, and they're so wrong. The beast uh, is like uh, the Antichrist. It's just one member of the Antichrist, Father. It's the false prophet in Rome and the, the whole assembly of it with the one world church that have united themselves with it. And the beast is the, uh, uh, the, the dragon, Satan's government. It's not the false prophet. And also, the media is the mouth of the dragon, the great red dragon, the devil. Lord, let everybody know that. And let these words from your word give power and authority to those of us who are serving you that uh, believe that the most uh, important thing in the world is to have the fear of the Lord or the uh, wisdom of God. There isn't anything more important because it's the whole duty of man to fear you and keep your commandments. Lord, I ask that everybody receive that in Jesus' mighty name, and everyone says amen. 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 All right. Well, the Bible does say in the book of uh, Ecclesiastes that very, very same thing. And I'll read it to you. Ecclesiastes uh, was written by Solomon, and this is chapter 12, verse 13. And uh, Solomon, uh, the Spirit of God through him, said, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter, of everything. Any, everything that matters in this world, let us hear the bottom line of everything that uh, matters in this world. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the entire, the whole duty of man. Praise the Lord. All right, so if you believe the word of God, if you've given him your faith, if you've given him your faith, instead of giving the, your faith unto the Antichrist, then believe those words. Because farther along, you're going to know that what uh, the Bible, what God is saying, and what his people are saying to you are the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And here I am to sing for you farther along. We'll know all about it. You're going to know, and you're knowing about it right now. But farther along, you'll even know better.
Praise the Lord. Well, verse 7 in the, um, let's see, I think this is the fourth chapter, yes, of uh, Proverbs, states that wisdom is the principal thing, uh, the most important thing. And I just read to you why, because it is, um, to fear the fear of the Lord is, uh, and um, to keep his commandments, is the whole duty of man. Now, you don't really have to do anything else but fear God and keep his commandments. But if you keep his commandments, you're going to be doing a whole lot of things. Amen. Okay, wisdom. So therefore, wisdom is the most important thing, the principal thing. If you don't have wisdom, you don't have the principal thing. You don't have the fear of the Lord. You don't have the principal thing. And the whole duty of man is to have the uh, the fear of the Lord, the wisdom. Uh, that's the principal thing. So you have to put the Bible together like that. Therefore, get wisdom. Get with all thy heart, uh, getting understanding. Verse 8, exalt her. 
uh, put her uh, high, because even God puts his word higher than his name. Exalt her, and she shall promote you. She shall bring thee to honor when thou hath, when you have embraced her, when thou dost embrace her, when you have embraced her. First, uh, nine. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, of power, a crown of glory shall she deliver to you. Isn't that wonderful, a crown of glory? The Bible says that the kings of the earth, and we are the kings, those of us that are born again Christians, we're kings. God has made us new creatures in him. He's made us a nation of kings and priests. And he said in the book of Revelation that we kings shall bring our glory, our praise and glory, into the kingdom of God. Now Christ is my glory. I glory in him. The crown of glory shall she deliver to you. Verse 10, hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. And the years of your life, this is the promise of God, and the years of your life, if you uh, hear and receive the Lord's sayings, and the years of your life shall be many, shall be extended. You'll have longer life. Well, I don't want a longer life because I have a horrible life. You have a horrible life because you're not serving the Lord. That's why. And you think that you're rough talking and everything is going to deliver you from the wrath of God. You're crazy. Don't think that. Verse 11. I... Wisdom, the fear of the Lord, have taught you in every, in the way of wisdom, the fear of the Lord. I, understanding, have taught you in the way of the fear of the Lord. I have led thee in right paths. I never led you to go into bad paths, wrong paths. Verse 12. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be restrained. What does that mean? Well, when thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou turnest, thou shalt not stumble. I mean, sometimes if you just walk straight, you could be going down a street, and then the street ends, and then you're on the freeway, and you start walking across that freeway, and you're not going to be happy about what happens. When thou goest, Thy steps shall not be uh, straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Verse 13. Take fast hold of God's instruction. I mean, this man, this God has made everything in the universe. So why would you not listen to Why would you listen to some worldly teacher? What for? You go to all these different classes to learn instruction, but you don't take any heed. You don't take any hold of God's instruction. Let her not go. Keep this instruction, for she is your very life. The things that God tells you are for your life. It's for your good, not his. If you go to hell and the lake of fire, that doesn't bother you. That's not going to hurt him. He's in heaven. Verse 14. 
enter not into the path of the wicked. Well, uh, the wicked are all praising and going after this one world government, which is the beast. And it isn't one man. It's composed of hundreds of millions, even billions of people. The same thing with the one world cult, the one world church. It's billions of people. So don't enter into uh, that path of the one world government and the one world church. And go not in the way of evil men, because that's who they are. They're antichrist. Verse 15, avoid them. Avoid it. Pass not by. Don't even go by it. Turn from it and pass. Don't, don't even go near it. Turn away from it. Get out of there. And pass on your own way, on the way of the Lord. Go with God. Verse 16, for they sleep not unless they accept they, unless they accept they have done mischief, evil, wickedness. And their sleep is taken away from them unless they cause some to fall. That's what this one world cult, the Vatican, which is powered by Satan the dragon, the great red dragon, and the government, and the media, they, they could, won't sleep well unless they make millions and billions of people to fall away from God. Now, if a strong man, if a strong Christian like Brother Aguri could fall away, then you weaklings out there, where do you think you'll stand if you don't listen to what I'm saying? Because what I'm saying is what the Lord is saying to you. This wife of his was beautiful, and, and I saw him glance his way at her as she was just furious and walking away from him on the back of the platform, but he didn't pay any attention. He was, I could tell he was restraining himself because he knew that the Lord was telling him to talk to me. And uh, I was telling him, go ahead, you know, I know you, I see your wife, uh, she just, he says, that's okay, uh, that's okay. He talked with a very gruff voice because he was always preaching and he always was sort of hoarse, very hoarse as a matter of fact. And I would give a lot of money to anybody that would give me if they've taped any of his messages out there because I'd love to play him on my program. This man was really powerful in the Lord and he fell away. But these people... Satan, through that woman or somebody, maybe it wasn't her, maybe it was just somebody else, maybe he was fed up with her, maybe he got tired of her because she was uh, so aloof and didn't care whether he was talking to somebody that the Lord was telling him to talk to, but he fell away, and I don't, I tried to question the people over there, and they clammed up, uh, they don't tell anything, and therefore they are not soul winners anymore, not that big. The radio program is gone. They used to have some great preachers over there. Brother Aguri and um, Robert Fierro and uh, Oglethorpe and so many other good preachers over at the Four Square Church. Verse 17, for they eat the bread of wickedness. They And these people, whatever, whatever it was it caused, Robert Aguri to fall away and drink the wine of violence. That's what you see on television. People just love to watch violent 
movies and to just it is you get a pleasure inside their soul to watch even play actors uh, pretend like they were violated in some way or another or murdered and uh or they like to watch those kind of programs for they eat the bread of wickedness they eat that up instead of the word of god and they drink the wine of violence they love to to watch violence to see it and then they eventually do it verse 18 but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day well the more that you walk one day at a time in the lord you keep getting more and more uh, power of god the spirit of god in you until the day that is perfect well the perfect day will be the day when the lord takes us into the kingdom of heaven to the wedding supper of the lamb the marriage supper of god of jesus we are the bride and he is our bridegroom he's the groom verse 19 the way of the wicked is as darkness it's like darkness why would people want to walk in darkness they know not at all uh, what they uh, stumble. They don't know at all at what they stumble. Verse 20, my son, if you're my son, attend to my words, not the words of man. Inquire to the beast, the Antichrist, the great red dragon, the Vatican. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Verse 21, not theirs. That God is just love. I just did the whole book of Revelation showing you all the wrath of God, the wine of the fierceness of the wine, the, the wrath of the living God. Verse 21, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Get the word of God, his instruction, and if you have to write it on paper or on your skin, write it there so let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep reciting the word of God. Don't watch violence. Don't watch filth and degeneracy because you're taking, uh, you're like a computer. And when you take in violence and, and filth and homosexuality and lesbianism, you're taking destruction into your uh, computer. You're a computer. Don't you get it? That's why God is able to be able to read you so well. It's because you're more plain than the computers that man has made. If man can make computers like they're doing today, don't you think that God is able to make computers out of you? You're a computer. Whatsoever you put into the computer is what uh, you are. So don't put anything uh, evil into your heart, your computer, for they are... Put the good things into your heart, for they are life unto those that find them. That's eternal life in heaven and health to all their flesh. In other words, you have healthy flesh. That means you don't have uh, AIDS. You don't have cancer. You don't have leukemia. You don't have any of the awful diseases and infirmities and sicknesses today. Keep thy heart with all diligence. These are health to all your flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence. 
you what diligence is? I see people in these music schools, man, they diligently are studying music and, oh, they just want to be the next uh, whoever, Chopin or somebody. And who even remembers Chopin that much except uh, these uh, music buffs? Keep thy heart. Keep your, you have to keep your heart. God isn't going to keep your heart for you. You have to be interested enough in your heart, your soul, your mind, your flesh to keep yourself. You have to keep yourself, uh, uh, your life, your heart with all diligence. I, everybody, everybody diligence. You can't slip one minute. My brother Agurie did. Keep it with all diligence. Don't slip one even, one fraction of an inch. For out of it, are the issues of life. Verse 24. Now the Lord is telling you to do something here. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee. Verse 25. Let thine eyes look right on the word of God and let thine eyelids look straight before you. Verse 26. Ponder the path of thy feet. Think about where you're going and what you're going to do. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established according to the way that the Lord tells you to uh, make your ways go. Verse 27. Turn not to the right hand. you got to look at God's word and that's it. It's a very straight and narrow path into the kingdom of heaven. You have to be narrow-minded. You have to just have the mind of God, not any liberalism in you at all to uh, turn to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot, your feet from evil. Now we're going into chapter five of Proverbs. Verse one, my son, attend unto my wisdom, not the wisdom of this world. Because there is no wisdom in the world. There's nothing. And bow thine ear to my God's understanding. Verse 2, that thou mayest regard discretion. That you have to be discreet because people are looking at you. They know that you say that Christ is in you with the Father by the Spirit. They want to see if you're walking like they are. And if you do, or you pretend to even do it, you're not any asset to the Lord at all. That thou mayest regard discretion, and that thy lips may keep knowledge. Keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman, a woman that is way different than the word of God, that's strange. The lips of a woman that is not of the Lord drops as a honeycomb, and her mouth is smoother than oil. Verse 4, but her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. She cuts it to pieces. Verse 5, her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. That's why you're looking at pornography and these women that do that sort of stuff and prostitutes and things like that. If you could see what's inside of them, you'd scream your head off because there's a devil living in those pigs. Her feet go down to death. 
she'll walk you right into your coffin, into your coffin. Her steps take hold on the bowels of hell. Verse 6, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. You're thinking about, well, should I uh, have life with the Lord or should I go with this wicked woman and go to uh, take hold on uh, uh, my steps, take hold on the uh, on hell? What should I do? Should I ponder? You're kicking it back and forth in your carnal mind. Lest thou should ponder the path of life. Don't think about that. Just do it. What he, the Lord says, her ways are movable that thou canst not know them. She'll say, well, I'm a Christian too, but I mean, I just love you. Don't you get it? Verse 7, hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart uh, not from the words of my mouth. Don't listen to a prostitute or a whore's mouth or a pornographer's mouth, but my mouth, the Lord says. 8, verse 8. Remove thy way far from the prostitute, because she'll take your soul to hell and the pornography. And come not near the door of her house. Don't even get near it. Flee from the very appearance of it. The door of her house is evil. Verse 9, lest thou give thine honor unto others and thy years unto the cruel. Verse 10, lest strangers be filled with your wealth. Well, uh, honey, I would like a new diamond ring and a bracelet. And all Don't listen to her. These strangers that take your soul to hell be filled with your wealth on top of everything else. And thy labors be in the house of a stranger. All the money that you made in your life, you give it to a whore, a prostitute, or some evil, wicked woman. Verse 11, And thou, uh, and at the, at the, when that happens, and you will mourn at the end, at the last, when thy flesh and thy body are consumed with disease. Doesn't that fit the people that are catching AIDS from all these whores? And not that's not the worst part of it. The worst part is to go to hell. Brother Aguri caught AIDS and he died. A strong man, but not strong enough not to keep on going, keep on keeping on, to... Keep yourself with patience. Patiently continue on. Because only those that continue on to the end shall be saved. You could have done all the greatest things in the world for the Lord. And then you slip back into the world. And all the things that you did are totally erased from you. This is in the book of Ezekiel. And say, how have I hated instruction in my heart despised reproof how come how come i despise reproof and instruction well how come because you just didn't study the word of god and you didn't stay in with the lord that's how come it's very simple the bible's telling you these things all the time 
Okay, now verse 13. And have not be, and I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to them that instructed me. That's why the Lord tells you to obey those that have the rule over you, not for your destruction, but for your uh, soul's sake. Verse 14. I was almost in all evil in the midst of the congregation and assembly. I was almost in all evil in the middle of the congregation and assembly. How was it that I was almost in all evil? Right in the midst of the congregation of the Lord and the assembly of God. Well, you should look at the churches today and see it's the same thing with them. Drink waters out of thine own cistern. Well, what is your cistern? The cistern that you're supposed to drink waters out of is the word of God. The word of God is like, uh, it is spirit. And spirit, um, waters is a metaphor of the spirit. Drink waters out of thine own cistern. My cistern is the word of God. And running waters out of thine own well. Don't start drinking out of the well of the world. The evil there. Drink only from the word of God. Verse 16. Let thy fountains be dispersed abroad. And not only that, when you drink the word of God, which is spirit and its life, it's water and its life, let your fountains, because you're filled up with fountains of water, and let your fountains be dispersed. The Spirit of God preach the, you know, the Word of God, dispense the Word of God abroad, and the rivers of water in the streets. Get out there and start teaching people what the Word of God says if you're fully equipped with the Word of God. Don't go into battle with a paper hat and a uh, wooden sword but put on the whole armor of God uh, with the whole word of God before you start going into battle with Satan because he's smarter than you are and he's been deceiving people for thousands of years. Verse 17. The rivers of waters in the streets and let them be only thine own. Uh, my own, I, I believe that God is mine and I am thine. Amen? Amen. Let the waters, let the, your waters be only thine own uh, to disperse to others. And not strange, strangers with thee. Don't be going down the streets with strange people or people that really are not of the Lord. You're not to, to you're just a priest to me. You're not to fellowship with them. Keep yourself. Verse 18, let your fountain be blessed. Because if you start mingling your fountain with somebody else's fountain, you're going to be cursed like Brother Aguri. You say, well, he wasn't cursed. Well, AIDS is not cursed. Having to die with AIDS, to be humiliated before the entire church is not cursed. Let your fountain be blessed. Only use the word of God, only receive the word of God, and rejoice with the wife 
of thy youth. The Lord has given you a wife, then rejoice with her. Don't go after whores. Let her be as the loving hind and pleasant roe. Let her breasts satisfy thee at all times, and be thou ravished always with her love. Well, you know, if you keep looking around at different uh, females uh, uh, that are of the devil, well, of course, uh, you might see things that you that seem beautiful to you and wonderful to you and satisfying maybe to you. But it's better to be sure, be thou ravished always with her love. And why wilt thou, my son, be ravished with a strange woman, a woman that's not of the Lord, and embrace the bosom of a stranger, a woman that's not of the Lord? She's strange, man. Wake up. For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord. He sees everything. And he pondereth all man's goings. Verse 22. His own iniquity shall take he, the wicked himself. And he shall be holden with the cords of his sins. In other words, like you put a bridle on a horse and uh, the horse has to do what you say. But your sins, uh, they hold you. The wicked himself. His own iniquity shall take you, the wicked. They're going to take you and uh, that you can't get loose from himself. And he shall be uh, holden with the cords of his sins. He'll try to get away from them, especially those of you that were born again first. And then all of a sudden you went back into the world. It's impossible to be restored. Verse 23. He shall die without instruction because he gets involved with sin and he begins enjoying it and he can't break loose. And in the greatness of his folly, he thinks which is fun, he shall go astray. Now we're into chapter 6. My son, is it? if you be surety for thy friend... In other words, if somebody wants to get a big loan or something to borrow money from you and you're a surety for them, if thou hast stricken thy hand with a stranger, oh, I wouldn't strike hands with a stranger. I mean, I make deals with uh, the people of the Lord, somebody you can trust. Thou art snared with the words of your mouth. Man, I don't want to be in any kind of a snare. Thou art taken with the words of your mouth. Verse uh, 3. Do this now, my son, and deliver yourself when thou art come into the hand of thy friend. Go humble thyself as before me and make sure your friend. Verse 4. Give not sleep to thine eyes, nor slumber to thine eyelids. Verse 5. 
deliver yourself as a roe from the hand of the hunter and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. Here's how. Verse 6. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Uh, Verse 7. Which having no guide, no overseer, or no ruler, provides her meat in the summer. She takes care of herself and gathers her food in the harvest. Verse 9. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? I saw this vision, I've told it many times, of this bulldog half inside of a doghouse. Beautiful day. His head and his front paws are out in the sunlight. And I could just, I couldn't see his, the top of his head. A very clear picture in color. Beautiful sunshiny day. And he was sleeping a deep sleep. And then the, the uh, it was like a camera moved back and I could see the top of his head. There was a lion. His head was cut. Uh, the top of his head was cut off. And the lion was eating his brains out just like uh, a dog's bowl that you feed them with. And the lion was just, while he's sleeping, was stealing his brains. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber. A little folding of the hands to sleep. Verse 11. So shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, as one that uh, travels. You know, my mother always used to say, um, a rolling stone gathers no moss, and so a traveling person. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth. And thy want as a armed man. Oh my God, I'm broke. I've got to get into the break into somebody's house. I've got to hold somebody off. And if they try to fight me, I'll kill them. This is where this comes from. Verse 12. A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a forward mouth. Verse 13. He winketh with his eyes. He speaketh with his feet. He teacheth with his fingers. Verse 14, frowardness is in his heart. He devises mischief continually. He sows discord. Verse 15, therefore shall his calamity come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. Broken without enmity. Froward. Your heart is froward, devising mischief continually, sowing discord, bringing false reports. Verse 16. These six things does the Lord hate. Well, wait a minute. I never thought the Lord hated, a lot of people say. But this is the Bible, folks, not your phony preacher. These six things does the Lord hate. Hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Now, an abomination is a very bad sin. A very bad sin. Here's the seven things. Verse 17, a proud look. A lying tongue. God hates liars. 
and proud-looking people, and hands that shed innocent blood like these poor little children, unborn children. They cut slices out of their skull and suck them out and make a cleansing cream and beauty cream out of them for wanton females to rub into their faces. How utterly gross. Verse 18. These are two of the things that the Lord hates. Proud look, a lying tongue. And the third is uh, hands that shed innocent blood. That's three. Uh, what could be more innocent than a child? Verse 18. And for a heart that devises wicked imaginations. Let's take those bodies of those little babies and make uh, cold cream out of them. Feet that swift in running to mischief five, a false witness, somebody that speaketh, lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Verse 20, my son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Don't keep your father's the kingdom of heaven, the father of all things, and forsake not the law of your mother. Bind, verse 21, bind them continually upon your heart and tie them about thy neck. The Jewish people do that. They have scriptures that they tie around their neck. And it's advisable. Verse 22, when you go, it shall lead you when thou sleep, it shall keep thee. And when thou awake, it shall talk with thee. You just keep getting into the word of God, and the God's word will start talking to you. You'll see something evil, and the Lord's word will come right out of you, saying, get away from here. That's just the way the word of God works. It's supernatural. Verse 23. For the commandment, is a lamp, it's a, your guiding lamp in this dark world. And the law is your light. People say they see halos over angels. Well, my, and then that's, that's their light. No, the word of God is my light. For the commandment is a lamp to, for you to know what to do. And the law is your light. And reproofs of instruction are the way of life. So we have to keep reading the word of God because our mind is not able to remember all this at once. So you have to keep uh, reproving yourself uh, with instruction that this is the way of life, eternal life. We don't have eternal life until we become born again of the Spirit. We have uh, life that is uh, just temporal life but not eternal life. Verse 24, to keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman, a prostitute, an unsaved woman. Verse 25, lust not after her beauty in thine heart. Ninety percent of it is makeup anyway. Neither let her take thee with her eyelids. Verse 26, for by means of a whorish woman, 
a man is brought to a piece of bread and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. She can't stand unless she's murdering some soul by tempting them. Verse 27, can a man take fire in his bosom oh, and his clothes not be burned? Verse 28, can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burnt? Verse 29, so he that goeth into his neighbor's wife, you're an adulterer, whosoever toucheth her shall not be innocent. All right, uh, this is as far as we've gotten here on this message, and now we have some letters. Where's the first one from? From Newport, Arkansas. Okay, we're going to continue this on tomorrow. Where, what do they have to say? Tony Alamo Ministries, how are you doing? I pray that this letter reaches you in good health and that you are blessed and highly favored, you and your family, in the name of Jesus Christ. I was so happy to hear from you personally. The spiritual substance that you sent to me from your radio broadcast was so moving, it really helped to give me a little bit more spiritual insight. The guys in study, they are as enthusiastic as I am about the material that you sent me. We are studying about benefits, prosperity, adversity, and long-suffering. What you sent came just at the right time. We have been praying for over 63 days straight that a revival be brought in the spirit to this unit here in Newport, and that he would assign the task and commission to you to bring. You have inspired us so much with your time and service to us being led by the will of God. We rejoice and give God the glory for you and all that you have done by him, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's so many people that come up to me and ask me for your world newsletters, especially about dry bones. I can't, I can't keep any material. Praise God. I'm not going to hold you long. I know that you are a very busy person and God is using you in so many areas of his kingdom here on this earth. I want to encourage you to continue to be led by the spirit of truth. We the brothers in the Brothers in Life Bible Study say thank you and we love you and we will keep you in our prayers that you be highly favored in his eyesight at all times. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Write back when you have the time. May you prosper as much as your soul prospers. You, your family, and the saints of the church, his church. I will end this now. I pray that all that you do will be anointed empowered and blessed and faithful in Christ Jesus your brother and friend in the body of Christ sincerely Anthony God bless you and keep you well God bless you brother and all your uh, brothers that are with you and make sure that these type of people are stocked to the hilt with literature to distribute don't uh, give that to them with an eyedropper okay now do we have a um, smaller one yes from Benin City okay Nigeria. we're out of time right now so, uh, we'd love to read some of these letters, but I believe that the Word of God is so important that we have to just keep going um, until the very end of these broadcasts. Now, the way to not be snared is to keep into the Word of God and to first make sure that God is in you, that Christ is in you with his Father by the Spirit. And the way you do that is to just say this prayer to the Lord and he will save your soul. You'll no longer be temporal, have temporal life, but you'll have eternal life if you continue on to the end. Now say this prayer to the Lord and uh, he will save your soul. Now say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. And I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash 
all of my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And therefore I've called on you. And I know you've heard me and answered me. Therefore I know I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just praise and thank the Lord for saving your soul. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 776. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Uh, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo uh, saying uh, that uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for another program so that your soul will have a chance one day at a time. And, you know, um, there's so many people that have given their faith to the world government, the world cult, and the uh, news media. Uh, give your faith not to them because that won't do you any good. Give your faith, your belief, your faith to the Lord. And here I am to sing it for you. I believe. I believe for every drop of rain that falls, a flower grows. I believe that somewhere in the darkest night, A candle glow I believe for everyone who goes astray Someone will come to show the way Lee.